0: Welcome to the one and only Alter Bridge podcast, Open Your Ears, hosted by Liam Whiting. Let's get the amp tuned up to 11 and get this thing started.
1: Welcome back to Open Your Ears podcast. Um, I haven't recorded for a while, but it's really good to be back. And I've got some great guests for you today. I've got the UK's only tribute band to Alter Bridge, Alter Bridge. I've got Justin Young, who's the drummer and promoter, and I've got Baz, who's the singer. Hi, guys, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. I'm all good. good
2: hey, good. dude, yeah, good. Thanks very much. Just enjoying, well, what is quarantine, I guess, in some capacity? It's- <laughs> <laughs> what you can do. Um,
1: yeah. So, yeah, thanks for being on the show, guys. So, you guys, I understand, are the only tribute band in the UK, which blows my mind because I really thought there'd be more than just one. Um, tell us, give, give a start and tell us about yourselves, maybe. That might be a good way to start. Cool. Do you
3: want me to go first, Baz? I'll go first. Yeah, you go I'm first. Far more, I'm far more popular. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so yeah, that is correct. We are the UK's only tribute. There is no other AB tribute in the UK. No one's mad enough to, to do it, it seems. And there's no know why. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard work. <laughs> um, hard. There, there barely seems to be another AB tribute like uh, like anywhere in the world. I found about three tops if they're still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a kind of very nice niche uh, to be a part of. Uh, but but yeah, I'm the drummer. Uh, I guess I founded the whole thing uh, and promote everything and run everything. Uh, so
1: how many years ago did you start the band then? Was it during the first album or was it a bit later? It was,
3: believe oh, it or not, Baz, it's coming up to six years ago.
0: What?
1: Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> wow. Holy hell. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it basically first came together uh, for, uh, it, it was my wedding. It's my wedding back in uh, November in 2014. And my wife and I wanted a uh, brand new start, an acoustic version of brand new start as our, as our first dance, as our song. Uh, and so we had booked uh, a, an awesome, awesome local wedding band called The Benedicts.
2: UK. Uh, Book shout out. <laughs> 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 <Fameless> promotion. <laughs> uh,
3: and and when, I, when I contacted him and said, look, i want an acoustic version of, of Brand New Star. Uh, and I didn't know Baz at that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And he came back very, very excited that we'd asked for an Alter song, and it turned out he was a big Alter fan. Mm-hmm. And so we connected on that level. Uh, and uh, so wedding came about, we did dance, uh, and it was, a, it was a beautiful performance, as he always does. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> 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 um, and then yeah I mean at the end of it I think it was actually on when you were clearing up so it was actually on the like the wedding night and we were saying goodbye to everyone I think actually I may have said something to you about doing an
2: Oxford Bridge tribute on that
0: it night may it,
3: it, it may have been like the, a few days afterwards
2: well uh, second that rings a bell um,
3: yeah, I think I think uh, I can't remember. It's too long ago now, but it yeah. was around about that time. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. one. Mentioned- I mean, it blew my mind. The fact, first off, that I mean, I sing um, in this function band and sing first dances all the time. Um, obviously, prior to COVID and things, it was on you know more or less weekly basis. And generally speaking, most uh, not most, but the majority of uh, clients or bride and grooms, they tend to choose the same songs imagine. for the first one, unknowingly um, so you've got your Ed Sheeran Ugh! and um, <laughs> I can not. imagine
1: it's the same songs you're sort of playing them on repeat
2: quite absolutely yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I mean there's four or five especially that just pop up constantly um, which actually is alright because it means you don't necessarily have to sort of keep re- learning songs but um, but actually when Justin came um, like I said I didn't know him outside of being a client of ours uh, when he when he came with Bridge, it just blew my mind. I was like, you're kidding me, because particularly, if we're talking about, what, six six or seven years ago, then Ulterbridge mm. are obviously huge and massively appreciated within the rock world, but probably outside of that- They're not, uh, they're not they, they haven't know. got much mainstream recognition. No, that's right, yeah, which is a damn shame.
3: Um, I, mean, I always refer to them as the biggest band you've never heard of.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: <laughs> I agree with you, definitely. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Um, so, sorry, sorry, I can't remember. What, what was I saying? I can't
1: remember. I have no idea.
2: About um, the wedding of the same
1: songs. Yeah, Can I yeah, just exactly. ask you, Baz, what the, yep. what's the weirdest request you've ever had as a first dance? I've got to ask you this.
2: Oh, man. Um, weirdest request.
1: You haven't had anything like, I don't know, like a really obscure death metal song or something? <laughs> 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 no, well,
2: we, I mean generally speaking, they're all kind of kind of quite typical. Um kind of your slow um we we did nothing else matters a few times, which I think is love, which is such a lovely song. I love
1: that. that's so one of my favourite songs. I love that oh, song. Oh, it's
2: just it's brilliant. And 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 you could argue that it's a it's a little bit um different, particularly obviously with, with the ending where it where it sort of kicks in a bit, um, the solo, but um but even still that's you know it's a love song at heart probably. So uh um, I think maybe we've done probably Roxanne as a first dance, which is which is hilarious in the ter- in the fact that it's predominantly about prostitution. Um,
1: the- Was yeah,
2: she called, Roxanne? Sorry, she may well have been a Roxy, oh, fair but I think. Um, yeah, people tend to a lot of people tend to dismiss lyrics and they just go with what sort of the, the song feels like. So again, another prime example of that would have been "I'll Be Watching You" by the Police or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is about stalking. And people have used that as first dances. So uh, that sort of thing makes me laugh. But um, I don't know if that qualifies as weird. But um, I
1: think Roxanne counts as a good as a good one. Yeah, it's a good one, right? Yeah. Did they have red lights <laughs> on the wedding as well? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was um no it's the thing is that's a great that's a great tune again but ov- obviously the, the bride and groom either that whether or whether they chose it um you know tongue and cheek as a bit of a laugh but i don't think they did i don't think they were aware of of you know the um lyrical content of it
1: that makes so. it even better to me that's that's <laughs> brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Justin. To carry on with the band story, sorry for your detour, Baz. <laughs>
0: <Come on. laughs> I have
3: no idea where I got to. I think mean, that's pretty much it. We, yeah, I, I spoke to Baz about it. He was up for for
1: starting an Altar tribute, and it so, kind of evolved from there. So, had you seen the band before you started your band, or did you just sort of listen to them? I, I didn't know sort of how big fan. Obviously, the song meant a lot to you. But I didn't know if you're a big fan seen of the band.
3: them three times. So I'd seen them at two small venues. So basically Southampton Guildhall, mm-hmm. and I think Portsmouth Guildhall as well. So there were only like two, three thousand mm. secret venues. So it was in their early days. And then I saw them, uh, when was it? Wembley, the first Wembley show. So those are the three occasions that I'd seen them prior to doing the tribute band. But yeah, I mean, I listened to them all the time it's just something about that their style of music and and their songs it just kind of clicks
2: yeah yeah i was the same i mean i, I it's it's funny isn't it that in all likelihood we were probably following each other around unknowingly to all these gigs i, I was
3: actually at the same london show yeah well we if you point.
2: were at southampton guild guild hall then i was there <laughs> um and that was the first time i saw them so that and that was early days, did they? that because yeah. that was they only had the one album. They would have only just released um, One Day Remains, um, and I remember because the the set was super short. I'm pretty sure there may have well been some covers in there, um, mm-hmm. and then I was at the Portsmouth uh, Guildhall show as well, and was, I was at the, Guild, that
3: was um, the AB3 tour, I think Portsmouth Guildhall.
2: Oh, was it really? Oh, so that's so, a okay. Um, yeah, so we were probably following each other around, you know, yeah. unknowingly, for all, those, really? all those. But they were small shows, weren't they? I mean, oh, partic- particularly I remember Southampton Guildhall, for some reason it sticks out probably because it was the first, but I remember it, it wasn't full by any capacity. Yeah, no, and, it really um, wasn't. And, and, yeah, it was super close to the band and... Uh, yeah it was it's quite funny thinking how far they've come you know now you're seeing them at the Royal Albert Hall it's a bit surreal really isn't it it is
1: I found with doing this podcast a lot of people seem to be at the same gigs unwillingly or people just don't know each other and they're all at the same one so I've had other people on that have been at the same ones as me didn't know them but I've met them through this podcast so
2: yeah yeah so I think the best thing about best thing about music really isn't it? it you um sort of you know we've got our own little community on the go and um, and and relationships and friendships have been formed out of it. You know, Justin's obviously um, made friends through running this, and um, and also people that come to see us. We 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 start recognizing um, a few faces, yeah. sort of thing. And that's just us, you yeah. know. God. And that's
3: really cool. That's yeah, really cool. cool to see the same people at just tribute gigs.
2: Mm.
1: Diehard Brilliant. fans then.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: oh, yeah. you started the band up you'd seen the band previously um was it hard to then sort of start so how did you decide set lists or what you wanted to play did you just literally go i really like this song or this I is was, a song i'd really like to play or how did you go from there
3: i think when we initially put the set list together it was literally a case of looking at the ab set list Mm. they're just kind of like the most common songs that they play or, or the most popular ones
0: mm.
3: and just building off of that um, and then just chucking a few extra ones in here and there that we liked or one of us would like and we just wanted to chuck into the set just to change it up a, a little bit make it a little bit different uh, mm. for us it's not the same every time
2: you um we used is it right just so we use that Setlist um, website where
1: set list, some crazy people.
2: Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I live on that website. I know it very
2: well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh right, well, yeah, this is brilliant, isn't it? Like, I mean, obviously, I've only used it for for the Alterbridge stuff and and just looking through what they play. But the fact that you can see everything, every single setlist that yeah. they play, um, and you've well, been sort of judging um creating setlist based on that, pretty much. Uh, it. It's yeah. not
3: particularly difficult because you know what the. The really yeah. big popular songs are of course mm. you can just chuck them in and like i say just chuck a, a couple of extra extra ones in there that might be a little bit different
2: uh that are kind of more fan favorites maybe but the, the fun you, that's the fun part for well, not the fun part it's all fun but the best part is you know finding put introducing some of the deeper cuts into the yeah. set list so you know yeah. like when we play fortress which is for me one of our my favorite ones that we play um that wouldn't necessarily be, you know, in the, I mean, out of all the live shows that they've released on DVD or, or on CD or whatever you want on album releases. Uh, the only time they've played that is, is as far as I know is the Royal Albert Hall. Um, so, so perhaps it's not considered one they often put in, but um, we love playing it. It's an absolute tune. That's were, a great-
1: you, were you guys at the Royal Albert Hall?
3: Just
1: you won't, were you?
3: No, I couldn't make it. Unfortunately, that's the one—the
1: only gig I've not followed you to.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all,
1: all the Americans have had on am really jealous that we had that show. They're really jealous. God, well. I can
2: imagine. Yeah, well, it was incredible. I was there. Um, but it yeah, I was at the first night. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which night we were. I th- yeah, I think it was the first night. Um, and we were disappointed with the sound um, in terms of. Um, I don't know whether they, maybe it's just the venue and, and that entire style of music but it took for me it took at least the first half of the show for them to get the um, the orchestra sort of coming through in the mix um, which was a bit of a shame but in terms of you know it was just the whole uh, thing was surreal you know the little band that we saw in Southampton Guildhall suddenly playing Royal Albert Hall it was a uh, Amazing, good for them, and well deserved.
1: Agreed. Yeah, it was a bit surreal for me. It was sort of like seeing like a sports team playing like a like a Champions League or FA Cup final, yeah. or a Super Bowl <laughs> to our American <laughs> listeners. Yeah, it was a bit like surreal to see them play that sort of big stage. Yeah, it was yeah. Sort of really good to be a part of. So, how do you guys get the sound of Ultra Bridge? Then, is there any sort of is it just sort of, I don't know if there's anything you do differently from your other bands or oh, geez, any of the music yeah, I mean, you've
2: done yes. or. Just your um, you you bought a kit that's almost sort of dedicated entirely for that. (laughs) Wow, I
3: wouldn't maybe, I probably (laughs) wouldn't go that far. I upgraded my kit, I mean, the the original drum kit I had, I had for years, and it was just getting too old, too worn. Um, and it traveled around Europe and and the UK, and it's been everywhere, so it was just worn out. Uh, so yeah, I treated myself to a new kit, and it's a bit more stylized towards. Uh, Flip, but I'm I'm going to have a very similar layout and playing style to Flip anyway, so that, I mean, it just kind of suited me and suited the band. Um, I mean, I don't try and emulate him massively. I don't try and copy his, uh, like his sound one for one, like all the Tom sounds. Or, yeah, and, and Flip uses a lot of uh, uh, electric pads as well. Um, I think for a lot of click tracks and, and extra little bits here and there. I know he drops in some sub sounds here and there, uh, but I don't use anything like that. That's way too technical and too complex, and <laughs> I'm just too lazy to set anything like that. Up. <laughs> There's just no point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, from I mean, for me, sound-wise, I, I just try and do what I can to to sound remotely like Flip.
2: I think you do a good job, you? I think you do a great job. I, uh, what a I'm going to be biased because I'm in the band of you, but I think you've um, you nail his his um, his style, and and it suits like you, like you said, it suits you, and vice versa. You're you're sort of um, maybe it's perhaps perhaps it's it's more natural for you for you to sound like him. For me, answering the same question, it's been it's been as you can imagine, it's been bloody hard. I was. Going,
1: uh, I was going to say this to you. It must be really difficult to emulate you like know, Miles, because he hasn't got your sort of standard rock vocals, no. has it? I always think it's sort of very operatic, sort of singing. And um, is, yeah,
2: yeah, is that? Well, it's, it's, he's he's so unique, and yeah. I have a feeling him and Mark Tremonti's style, both of their styles of, of singing and playing, um, is probably a large reason why uh, we are the only old bridge band um true band in the uk and, and one of only a couple in in europe um is for that reason because my i've had to learn an entirely new sort of technique of singing in order to do this um which i hadn't initially i basically went in you know naive and clueless just singing in my own way um and blowing my voice out almost you know every gig every rehearsal immediately so i had to um basically adopts a technique a technique that he very 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 likely uses um and it's taken years and it still is it's, it's work in progress of course i mean it will take a lifetime but um it's great now because i feel super comfortable being able to sing miles kennedy anything by alterbridge i'll will feel comfortable singing, um but that's taken a lot of work and time so uh, but like i said initially we sort of. I I went down the route of just just being in the Altbridge tribute band and just just for the sake of playing and and enjoying the music. But then over time, you sort of start feeling people coming to see you with their Altbridge T-shirts and you know who are super fans. You feel sort of obligated to actually make an effort to try and try and sound like these people. Um, so yeah. So after a while of of trying of of failing doing my own sort of a t- version of it i decided maybe i should spend a bit of time and now it's a case of watching videos live videos after live videos after live videos and um line by line and trying to re- sort of emulate what he does um and then obviously uh, to approach it from a from a technique perspective and um and it's been great for me as a musician of course um because it's allowed me to improve and and to venture into sort of a into technique that I wouldn't have otherwise considered. But um, now it's really hard to sort of not use it. So therefore everything I sing as of the last year or two, I'm starting to sound more and more like so I'll be singing fucking twist and shout by the Beatles and I'll be doing it like <laughs> like Miles like, Kennedy would perhaps. But. I was
1: that was gonna be my next question to you. I was gonna to say to you how we're singing Ed Sheeran after doing yes. a <laughs> yes.
0: old
2: <British> song. There's <laughs> just some music it doesn't suit at yes. all. Um, and it suits Alterbridge stuff just because obviously that sounds ingrained in us now but and obviously it, it suits rock music I mean he's 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 adopted you know that sort of classic Axl Rose sort of which would probably come from him singing the Slash stuff um, but very much sort of that high high stuff basically couldn't be any less Ed shearing if it tried so when I'm trying when I do have to sing something like that it sounds <laughs> a bit weird. So perhaps I have to tone it down a bit. But
3: you, um, you do an amazing job, dude. You're doing an absolutely amazing job. And you've come a long way since
2: day one. Bless you, dude. Yeah, that's really, yeah. It's really kind of you. I know I'm aware of that just because obviously videos from when we first started, you can hear it's it's a um there's a whole lot of strain and tension in my voice and I don't sound anything like him. Whereas I th- I feel that over the last couple of years especially, um you know, the the, the work effort I put into it has paid off where I, I think you could argue that there's a genuine sort of tribute band-ness um, to at least my side of things, perhaps where it wasn't there before. So anyway.
3: And we can't forget about our own guitar monster, Rory. Rory's absolutely phenomenal covering Mark. Oh, memory. yeah. I mean, he's, he's just a, he's a guitar wizard. I don't know how he picks these things up so quickly and then just blasts them out.
2: It's funny because for, for me, talking about Rory, um, who's obviously enough. I mean, we're all incredibly important ingredients of the band because they're all so unique individually. As, um, But uh, Rory is funny because he's likely grown up with Alter Bridge being his favourite band, whereas obviously, I mean, I don't know. Necessarily yourselves, but um, Altbridge came into my life, you know, mid twenties or or whatever it was, you know, early up twenties, up, had all these influences prior to them. Whereas for Rory, who's obviously a bit younger, Altbridge was his band growing up, um, and it's it's you know he learned all the Altbridge songs while he was sort of learning guitar, and and so therefore it's sort of ingrained in his playing. Um, and it's just funny because it's it, he's sort of like a slightly different generation to us, and it's 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 cool seeing how how much that um, how much the band has influenced his playing um, from from clearly from the word go.
3: Are you saying we're old?
2: Yeah, we are. Well, you're older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus,
2: <laughs> um, but we probably are in comparison. Well, certainly in comparison, he's yeah. who's, he's who's, who's the baby of the band, really. But he is. He is. Um, but yeah, um, pure natural talent bastard. So Fair enough. Um,
1: so how about you guys? Why don't we have one of your songs? So you've been speaking about your band a lot. So why don't you give us one of your songs? So name a cover that you like to um, play and I'll add it in for you guys. So Baz, I'll let you pick one of your songs for
2: us. So uh, my favourite altbridge song, basically. Is that. Is that the criteria? Any, or anyone, yeah. Oh, any. Band ever.
1: Oh, oh, sorry, I meant one of your songs of Altabridge, anyone.
2: Uh, um oh jeez. Oh man. Uh I I know you said I need to thought, think about this, and I haven't given it any thought. Um <sighs> <laughs> you might have to come back to me. Justin,
0: might...
3: Um I would go with um oh my god, my mind has
1: suddenly gone blank i will put you both on the spot, haven't
3: I? <laughs> I, I can't have any of
2: the songs ever. So I'm just going to go on my Spotify quickly, um, if I can.
3: I want I to, to say Ties, ties Bind, but it's, one, I know it's not Ties that Bind. But that's all I've got. <laughs> hey, go with Ties that Bind. I can't, for some reason, my mind's gone completely blank for the song that I want.
2: Bloody love playing that one, though. I
3: love playing uh,
1: So, the end end of the first part, we'll have ties up blind, but then we'll come back with the second part, and I'll give you some more talk about the band. Here you go, guys. Bridge, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, so you've spoken a lot about your band, and um, obviously, you don't know what's going to happen post COVID, but I'm going to try and keep this upbeat. So, tell us some band stories. What what can you tell us that what, what's Baz really like behind the scenes? Sort of thing. <laughs> oh, you know, don't want to <laughs> know no that. One knows. <laughs> no one ever sees him. He just he, is that he, the <laughs> patron subscriber version? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: we, uh, I can think of one particular story. Um, which isn't overly exciting, um, and I've been trying to think what venue it was and where it was, but I can't remember. My memory is shocking uh, for certain details, but it was it was easily about three hours away, um, and and because Baz drives separately, uh, I don't think you were with us uh, <laughs> at the time. So our previous bass player, Chris. He was with us from the start up until up until February this year. Um, he always drove me and Rory, uh, so he's got like a VW transporter van, and he did all the driving. We did this particular gig uh, about three hours away, and we finished gone by the time we cleared out. It was like gone midnight, and we loaded everything into the van. It was freezing. It was like the it was the start of the year, and it was absolutely freezing and we loaded everything to the van and he shut the van door and went, crap, I've left my keys in the back of the van. And so the whole thing was locked up. <laughs> no man. Baz had already left, because- uh, No, no, was
2: I was deep. leaving, because I remember driving past you going, you're all right," and you go, he's, and they're always like, he's just, he's just locked his, himself out the van and the keys yeah. of the van, I went, <laughs> And then drove (laughs) on So we we
3: had to wait for ages uh, for for someone to turn up. I think it was like over an hour we had to wait and then yeah, by the time we left it was like two in the morning.
2: And that's leaving back. a venue. So you must wow. have been back so early. On. It was ridiculous. Was that midweek or
1: was that the
2: weekend? Uh, no, so that would have Friday. been
3: like Friday or Saturday. That's not too bad then.
2: You would have had a full day of work beforehand as well. Yeah. If it was Friday. Yeah. Well, so you were, yeah, time, I just, yeah. That's the sort of shit you literally, you would rather die than experience that after a gig. <laughs> just because you're knackered, you know, you're ready. You, you've... you've Finish setting
3: down. How cold it was as well. It was it was absolutely freezing. Uh, but but the venue were really nice. I mean, they'd already closed. And they were literally just closing the door, and they we explained what happened, and and they let us in whilst they were just doing finishing off the last few bits of closing. Uh, and so we got we did get to stay in the venue whilst we waited uh, for for the RAC to turn up.
2: Uh. Oh yeah, I got, I got a story actually. It's quite, it's quite funny and also quite tragic, but they're always the best. <laughs> that's um, what we want to hear. Yeah, right. So we played, again, talk, uh, talking about um, a show that's already been brought up. Uh, we played Rock the Park 2018. Great little festival up in Wales. Really good fun. Hopefully playing next year. Um, we played. I had um, actually been abroad a week prior to the show. And on a wild drinking champagne, I accidentally drunk a wasp and got stung in the throat. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, I got stung in the throat by this wasp, um, and obviously that's gonna that's gonna affect your singing. And um, yeah, of all the gigs, because you know you're playing this lovely stage, um, yeah. you know there's you know a couple thousand people walking around and, and listening to the music, and um, and that was bloody unfortunate but we got through it and it really enjoyed the gig and though we obviously um uh it was okay enough that they invited us back but um ended up you know got through the gig because prior to that I was trying to nurse my voice trying to get it you know bring the swelling down um so I'd spent an entire week sort of you know trying staying on vocal silence keeping quiet and um doing all these things and um so, after we played, and that it was considered a relative success, I was like, fuck you, well, I'm going to get smashed and enjoy this. So, we you know, took advantage of the VIP area, which very rarely get to sort of ever go in a VIP area, let alone you know, um, be able to enjoy one. Um, so, we had our little bar and um, obviously got horribly drunk um, and then decided to get face paints. <laughs> um, and I got a face paint as Jack Skellington. Brilliant. But anyway, and uh, so the, the day continued, the evening continued. Ended up like I don't know, proper rock and roll, and I shouldn't as a vocalist, but I got I can't remember anything. Obviously, passed out somewhere and woke up in a tent. Um, it wasn't my tent, but I wasn't with anybody. Don't so there's th- no naughtiness there. I was just woke up in the tent turns out that my sister had got ill during the evening and had to go to hospital, um, which is very unfortunate. So she was in hospital. So me and my dad, you know, still horribly drunk in the morning because, you know, hanging out of our asses, um, <laughs> had to go into hospital. But because we were camping, I had no way of washing. And I still had the Jack Skellington face paint on. So <laughs> you had to turn I, up to like a hospital. <laughs> yeah, so I was basically walking around hospital as Jack Skellington in yesterday's clothes. Um, and I can only imagine how ridiculous it must have looked. But um, yeah, yeah that's one story. I think that's, it's funny. You know, no, no one was hurting end. My sister was fine. Um, but oh, I mean, my dad also had face paint on. Let's not forget that. <laughs> who's a lovely guy. <laughs> Dad, dad's, you know, and it's his daughter who's in the hospital. So he's obviously taken the whole thing very seriously, which I was too, but not to the same extent. Dad was very upset. and um, But he's still, he's also got face paint on, uh, but I can't remember what the hell he was. He was some animal of some creature or something, um, you know, and, and having to talk seriously to all these, all these doctors and nurses about the health of, of his daughter while he's, he's dressed as some um got the face paint of some bear or something i can't remember but um i missed all of was... this i missed yeah, yeah. I, because chris was driving and
3: roy and i came up with chris he had accidentally kind of booked in another gig with another band uh, for the same day but in the evening and we he were playing in your diary like lunchtime one o'clock so as soon as literally as soon as we came off stage we had to load the van and i had no other way of getting back from Wrexham then uh, down to the south coast uh, so yeah we, we three of us came off stage and we left immediately uh, to come all the way back home so Chris could go off
2: tonight. and obviously all of Baz is exciting. You missed on out so much you could have gone to hospital with face paint on Ended up in a ten, you know the usual things that happen. Yeah. Well,
3: fingers crossed. (laughs) uh, We're currently booked for Rock the Park uh, next year, Uh, so yeah, fingers crossed it will go ahead still because I I think they're they're selling. It's like fifteen thousand tickets, uh, and they're pretty much on the cusp of selling them all. Uh, So I will be staying
2: next year. Yeah, it's worth doing. It's a great festival if you. acts and um and actually original acts as well there was a few of those but oh man like it's small it's not massive like as far as festivals go and i like that i like the more sort of uh well less busy i guess but I mean, it's the old man it
3: was certainly less busy when we were there because we were on it like lunchtime when it opened yeah. And <laughs> yeah not a lot of people there
2: yeah but it, it's still it's a, generally quite a small festival quite contained <laughs> and, um and it's cool, just a really cool vibe. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And so highly recommend Rock the Park and Wrexham um, for yeah. anyone that wants to join us.
1: What other bands are playing or men, or played? Are they sort of the usual, like you said earlier, like Guns N' Roses? The- always well, is sort of-
2: that, that very Guns N' Roses band are playing the same year we are. Um, yeah, And they're oh, 100% worth seeing themselves. Brilliant. Absolutely um, loads. I'm just finding that
3: the list there are tons of amazing tribute bands playing here we go uh Rammstein, iron maiden aerosmith and... Lincoln park system of a down the killers white snake Tool, muse bon jovi oasis acdc
2: it's absolutely loads the acdc which one which bands that uh livewire yeah right so they're i think if they're the one i'm thinking about they are the real deal like not actually the real deal but they are there's a tenacious
1: um, tribute. I don't know if I mentioned.
2: Oh that. Yeah, tenacious amazing. double D.
1: Yeah. Do they just play tribute for like forty minutes on repeat? Yeah.
2: <laughs> is that what? I Honestly, I have absolutely no idea what they must get up to. All like, like, if they if, if they are legit, then the they must have a lot of um, energy and. Must I be think point. there is
3: a. I think there's Brian Adams tribute playing as oh, well. Yeah, he looks like. I think they as well. Actually, I think they've been added to the to the list. So
2: some of these, some of the bands that do this, like we met Meatloaf last year. um Pete Loaf, he was called. His oh, name yeah. was Pete, I which I know. thought was very clever. I love,
3: I love tribute band names. Yeah, they're very. Really yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it's great, there's
3: isn't it? There's a lot of work great. that goes, a lot of work and effort that goes into thinking of uh, a tribute band name. Yeah.
2: I, I do like. Well,
1: for Foo fighters, fighters, that's quite good. Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You I had bad. a lot of
2: fun with those ones. <laughs> yeah. I was really surprised with the ones you... Um, altered Bridge, I thought it was a really clever one. But you came to you almost immediately, didn't it, Just
1: It just seemed logical.
2: Yeah, how yeah. did
1: you get the name? I haven't asked you the elephant in the room. Yeah, go well, for
3: it. it was, yeah, I, I mean, literally, it was just kind of the first thing that came to my head. It literally like, was. was another yeah. version of Alter, which would be Altered.
2: You didn't come out with literally there were no other there was no discussion there was no um some bloody dictatorship this band no it's uh <laughs> it's, um, there was no discussion it just came it come into your head we were talking about you know what what we called then. and then justin just goes old hood bridge and we're like <laughs> yeah it's brilliant perfect <laughs> make, it literally makes sense more perfect so that right,
3: way well, you can keep the same name
2: you just you just add
3: when you're doing the logo you just you just add two letters in at the end, and yeah. those two letters are already in the logo, so it's like really easy to just kind of
2: Photoshop.
1: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It was it really, was really, good. I thought there was gonna be some sort of elaborate story how you thinking about it, and no, it's just kind of <laughs> I wish.
2: basically we thought of it. There you go, End the story. Period.
1: <laughs> we traveled all the way
3: to the real altar Bridge in America and to ponder <laughs> what we could, yeah, mean, meaning of
1: life that. and such
3: other it things.
2: I broke into Miles Kennedy's house and I slept in his bed for three and a half days just to try and, you know, get get in his mindset. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's the stalker now? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Oh, brilliant! Um, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up. I've asked you pretty much everything I want. Um, I don't know if you want to plug your socials or Barry's got any more stories for us. Perhaps I'm not too oh, sure. Oh
2: man, I can I got I got stories, but some of them are n- really naughty. So <laughs> um, I will say, uh, like you know, this aside. Thanks ever so much for um, inviting me, Justin, and and yourself uh, for having me. Um, let me talk. And obviously, I love chatting about Ulbridge because I'm a massive, I'm a huge, huge fan and incredibly passionate about them. And, um, and I really, really hope that the people that hear this maybe uh, would like to come see us someday. Fingers crossed. Yeah,
3: yeah thank you ever so much for having us. It's... it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to, to... Yeah, pleasure.
1: No, you're both welcome. You're both welcome on any time. Yeah, hopefully this will help you guys out. You'll get a few more people going to see you, perhaps, or maybe you might even play towards my way, towards London. Not too towards
2: great to meet you someday. So that yeah, same cool. to you. Yeah. Socially um, distanced. Of course. Of yeah, course, yeah. With that. the yeah. broom. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. okay if there's nothing else you want to say I believe Justin you want to play the outro song so before we end I just want to thank you guys for being on the show um, oh, and check out much. the check out the usual social media plugs you know the usual Facebook Twitter etc so I don't know if you guys want to plug your own maybe
2: oh yeah sure I can if I can of course uh, so I've just started Um, sort of like uh, the whole lockdown the whole this all this rubbish has given the opportunity to sort of maybe consider pushing myself as an, as an individual artist, which I've just started doing. And so, um, obviously any support massively appreciated, um, Baz Edmondson UK, but that's on Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. So please do, if you fancy, um, helping me out, that'd be lovely. And yeah, yeah, you can catch me on Instagram, uh, under drummer
3: J 500. I think I can't remember. Jesus. It
1: should I never my actual Can I, <laughs> While you're finding it, I just want to ask you, Baz, are you gonna do Miles's solo album or any of his solo stuff?
2: Um, I know that he's recording a new one, isn't he, at the moment? He is. Yeah, which is exciting. Um, his his solo album that he released, was it last year or the year I two years ago? So. Um, brilliant. Obviously, I, I'm a huge fan of anything he does, but it's not necessarily the sort of thing I thought he was gonna do. And um, and I wasn't in, um, entirely swept up by it, uh, so therefore I didn't feel any sort of desire to to um, to do that. No, and I'm sure there are people out there that could do a better job.
1: <laughs> I like to hear, I like to hear you do a cover of like Year of the Tiger or something.
2: Or yeah, see that's good. that song. I'm not. I'm not. I was just not so. It's obviously a very personal album to him. But I just wasn't like. There's one song that I thought was excellent and the rest I thought were just good. Like I was, nothing grabbed me. Um, But that's not to say it's not, you know, incredibly well-crafted music. Um, It just wasn't necessarily uh, for for me. So, yeah, it's not, but but I I certainly, the plan is, you know, obviously now going down the route, doing my own, as my own sort of independent artist, um, singer, I'm going to start recording some acoustic versions of some Alter Bridge songs so um and they will all hopefully go up on my page so but, put them on so, our page
1: please please put them on there for the listeners yeah, so I can check them out I will
2: do I know that and I also which we didn't which we didn't address is that obviously people are very protective over the heroes and if the, particularly in Alter Bridge, people could be very sort of opinionated um mm. and I can only do the best with what I have so um I will I will post and stuff and and then leave it for people to sort of say whether they like it or not, but um I'm aware that it's it is a risky business sometimes and which we have been exposed to you know but it's but, your
1: interpretation of a band yeah obviously. Yeah.
2: yeah, and it, i think I think if anything, and doing this you you get an added sort of appreciation of people that um that do. This sort of thing, because they do put themselves on the line for criticism, just simply because of how high the, these people that are tributizing, if that's a word, um, are held by people. So, um but I think yeah. that's the case for anything. Like, for example,
1: because I've got a podcast, I've got a platform. So um, I get criticism, I get people. So it's
2: the same thing yeah. for me because, yeah, mm. I'm in a public space as well. So, yeah,
3: you know, I it's, get it's scary.
2: Know. Getting used to that is hard and it has been hard. And there are methods sometimes you have to adopt to do that. But truth is, if you, if you enjoy it, um, then you should keep doing it. And game. um yeah, and definitely. I will and I will do and I will keep and I'm going to like I say record some acoustic versions of some Ottawa Bridge tunes. Um and hopefully there will be people out there that enjoy it and like it and I'll DM so, you some requests, Buzz. Yeah, do mate. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd love to. If, I'll do my because it's <laughs> do it. <'cause> it works as <laughs> an acoustic song as well. So I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And people and you can shut up, Justin. You can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> great song.
1: yeah sorry Justin you were going to find out your social details
3: Uh, yeah I never look at my name on on Instagram I just post stuff Uh, yeah so you can find me on Instagram under drummer underscore J500 and if you like original music as well check out Krista Green and the Bees
1: I'll uh, put the links in the description when I event when this is uploaded so yeah Nice, really well, cheers. Yeah. cheers! Cheers, thank you so Justin's picking the outro song, which I believe you've got a story for. So far away,
3: it's a very short story. Uh, it's more of a dedication, uh, really. So yeah, I mean, I just want to dedicate this outro song to my wife because it was our wedding song. It's our start of the band. Start of the band. Yeah. The band. yeah. Uh, so so yes, thank you very much. Uh, so I'd like to de- uh, dedicate a brand new start.
1: Here we my... go brand new start thanks fellas let's have yes, a brand new start cheers man see you next week cheers. guys and so
0: Amsterdam, we're ready to make a brand new start i want to see those hands yeah This setting sun. As we. Tuning into the Open Your Ears podcast, the only Alter Bridge podcast out there.